slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. Islanders prospects, how they're faring over in Europe. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. We've got the latest on the divisional realignment, some interesting information about what the playoffs may look like and how that may affect the New York Islanders. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we take a look at some things that Islander fans have to be thankful for as we head into the Thanksgiving holiday. Can't believe we're already at Thanksgiving. Can't wait for hockey to get started, though. You know, it it just feels a little strange heading into the end of November with no hockey, actually, on the schedule. So hopefully that will change in about a month. Uh, maybe, you know, five weeks, and uh, we will be getting back to the regular swing of things. If there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind, a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that you suggest. We also, uh, you could follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings uh, as they take place, so don't forget to check that out. Let's start today with a look at some of the Islanders' prospects and what's happening with them over in uh, Europe right now. Uh, the Islanders announcing uh, earlier this week that Simon Holmstrom, who was loaned to Vita Haston over in Sweden, his loan has come to an end. So Simon Holmstrom heading back to North America and is going to begin his uh, preparations for the upcoming season, whether it would be in the NHL or the AHL, that remains to be seen. But basically, if you think about it, uh, training camp is probably about two, maybe three weeks away. And if he needs to quarantine after coming back to the United States, after being overseas for 14 days, this is about the right time for Holmstrom to come back. He uh, basically was active for 11 games with uh, his team in uh, Sweden, and he had two points in those 11 games. That team is in the second division of Sweden's uh, professional leagues. But the important thing from an Islander's perspective is that Holmstrom got onto the ice. Now, there were three 
other Islanders who are in Europe right now. Oliver Wallstrom is in Sweden. Otto Koivula now in playing in Finland. And then uh, minor league goaltender Jakob Skerik is uh, also playing overseas. He just signed over there. And we have to see what's going to happen. But the only one who's already coming back at this point is uh, Holmstrom and then Wallstrom, Koivula, and Skerek. We will keep an eye on and let you know when they are going to uh, start their plans to come back. But again, you know, especially for these younger players, the important thing is just to get them out there on the ice, get them playing against professionals, adults, however you want to put it, and give them more experience, get them into playing shape, really prepare them uh, to A, continue their hockey development, and to get them ready as much as possible as far in advance for the upcoming season as possible. So good to see that update there for the New York Islanders, and and yeah, you know, it's just nice to know, and also nice that Holmstrom is on his way back to Long Island, and hopefully getting ready for training camp, which will be, again, if January 1st remains the target date for the start of the NHL season, I'm estimating that we're looking at December 10th, give or take a few days in any direction, for the start of training camp. Meanwhile, uh, we mentioned on Monday's show what the NHL's realignment for this season only uh, may very well look like, and the Islanders, based on a number of sources, would be in what is now called the East Division, along with Boston, Buffalo, Carolina, New Jersey, the Rangers, Flyers, and Capitals. So you lose Columbus in that division, uh, and obviously you end up losing Pittsburgh. So those two teams would no longer be, at least for this season, division rivals of the Islanders, and you add Boston and Buffalo. Now, the catch is this. The season, you know, is going to be less than 82 games. We're 99% sure of that at this point. Still don't know how many and how they're going to arrange the schedule, but basically for this season, with travel and possibly fan attendance limited, uh, one thing we do know is that the league is almost certainly going to go with a playoff format that will eliminate wild cards for this year only, and it's going to be the top four teams in each division, making the playoffs and facing each other with one versus four, two versus three, and then the two winners face off, and then the winner of that second series goes on to the conference final. Uh, I would assume that would mean for the East, the winner of the East would probably play the winner of the Canadian division, but again, that is still not etched in stone, but for the Islanders, it means that we're getting, uh, you know, the likelihood of facing a division team in the playoffs very high. And one thing that we still haven't seen 
since going back to 1994. So we're talking about 27 years by the time we get to the playoffs this year. We still have not seen a Rangers-Islanders playoff series since 1994. And man, it would mean so much to hockey in this region and to the intensity of what is already an intense rivalry between the Islanders and the Rangers to have those two teams meet in the playoffs. So uh, keeping it all in the division certainly increases that possibility, and we'll see whether or not we actually break that long slump without playoffs uh, in the coming season. Lots to get to still on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day, and we've got some things that Islander fans should be thankful for as we head toward Thanksgiving. Lots more to discuss on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, it's that time of year, so are you dreaming of a white Christmas? Well, we're introducing the all-new white chocolate bar while supplies last from Built Go and Built Bar. They've got couple of special new flavors, white chocolate cookies and cream and white chocolate salted caramel. Like all Built Bars, they are covered in 100% chocolate, in this case, white chocolate. They are uh, high protein, high fiber, low sugar, and low calorie. We've got the white chocolate cookies and cream and the white chocolate salted caramel. Both flavors have 130 calories and 17 grams of protein. Uh, with either four or five grams of sugar. And right now, there is a special promotion. Get two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. And the candy cane brownie bars have just 115 calories, 17 grams of protein, and just seven grams of sugar. You also get 25% off all products all weekend long on this Black Thursday special. So, go to... BuiltBar.com and get 25% off for Black Friday. Plus, don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED to get an extra percent off. That's the promo code LOCKED at BuiltBar.com. Interesting article. Wanted to uh, talk a little bit about it uh, over on EyesOnIsles.com. And it, it just broke down the Islanders' bottom six forwards and how much cap space the Islanders have tied up in it. And this is something we talked about on the show last week, uh, and you can go back and listen to those uh, episodes. But essentially, the bottom six forwards on the Islanders right now have $16.55 million tied up in those six players. Probably goes up to $17 million uh, plus once Matt Martin actually signs. And, you know, the article then goes on to compare the Maple Leafs, who are a very top-heavy team. Their bottom six cost them a little more than $8.1 million. Or, to put it roughly, uh, less than half of what the Islanders' bottom six costs. And, you know, when you look at the salary cap, situation that the Islanders are in, the amount of money that they're paying their bottom six forwards and their bottom two defensive players, uh, that is one of the reasons, one of the big reasons 
why the salary cap is an issue for the Islanders right now. All right, uh, Islanders' birthday of the day time. Today, November 25th, is the 55th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Jeff Norton. Norton drafted in the third round by the Islanders back in 1984, spent three years at the University of Michigan, and I uh, was happy to be able to see him play during his time there. Joined the Islanders in 1987-88 at the end of the season, played with them in the playoffs that year, and stayed with the team through the 1992-93 season. And that last season on the island was probably his best, 12 goals and 50 points. He did have 53 points in 1989-94 goals, 49 assists. Norton was a part of the Islanders' playoff run in 1993, playing in 10 postseason games with the team. A power play uh, asset, good offensive defenseman, a pair of 50-plus uh, point seasons with the Isles, and then went on to play with the Sharks, Blues, Oilers, Lightning, Panthers, Penguins, and Bruins. Finished his NHL career with 799 games, 52 goals, and 384 points. Played in 65 playoff games, 4 goals, and 25 points. We're going to go back and look at one of Jeff Norton's better games with the Islanders, January 12th, 1993, at the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, Islanders and Calgary Flames going at it. Mike Vernon is the goalie for the Flames. Islanders going with Mark Fitzpatrick in this one. And this one turned out to be a, a, a good game. Islanders fall behind early. Scott Lachance called for roughing less than two minutes into the game. And just 21 seconds into the power play, Robert Reichel scoring for Calgary. His 15th from Theo Fleury and Gary Roberts. And it's a one to nothing Calgary lead. But the Islanders get two goals back in the first period, both by Vladimir Malakov. The first one, his ninth from Travis Green. The second one on the power play. Trent Yawney was called for hooking, and Malakov puts it home. Derek King and Pierre Turgeon with the helpers, two to one Islanders after one. In the second period, the Islanders extend their lead. A pair of goals by defenseman Scott Lachance. His first one of the game, his third of the year. Mick Vakoda and Richard Crom assist on that first one at 142. And then Crom and Tom Fitzgerald assist on the second one at 807. Four to one Islanders looked like they were running away with it, but Sergei Makarov scored his 14th from Trent Yawney and Gary Roberts at 1304. And after 40 minutes, the Islanders' lead was 4-2. But the Islanders break it open in the third period. Ian Frazier got his first goal from Pierre Turgeon and Jeff Norton at 2:07, And then the Islanders' power play strikes twice. With Theo Fleury in the box for elbowing, Jeff Norton, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets his eighth goal of the year from Ian Frazier and Pierre Turgeon at 431. And then a huge, huge mess of a situation with Darius Kasparitis dropping the gloves with Craig Berube 
But a, a, a very big brawl out there. Lots of penalties coming at 6.05. Islanders get a power play from it. Ian Frazier, his second of the game, second of the season from Derek King and Jeff Norton. So Norton, three points in the third period alone. That goal coming at 6.57. Richard Crom puts the finishing touches on the scoring at 17.21 uh, with Vladimir Malakov and Tom Fitzgerald on the assist. Islanders emerge with an 8-2 win in this one. They chase Mike Vernon. Jeff Reese actually finishes the game. Mark Fitzpatrick, 27 saves to earn the victory. Ian Frazier, two goals, one assist. Vladimir Malakov, two goals, one assist. But our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jeff Norton, one goal, two assists in this one. Uh, Darius Kasparitis, Richard Crom, and Tom Fitzgerald, along with Mick Vakoda, actually, all plus three to lead the Islanders. While shots on goal, Malakov by far leading the Islanders with seven. For Jeff Norton, a three-point game as part of his most productive season goal-wise uh, with the Islanders, which, again, was 12 goals and 50 points. We wish Norton uh, a very happy 55th birthday and, of course, go blue. And uh, Jeff Norton is our Islanders' birthday of the day. When we come back, we will talk about some of the many things that Islander fans have to be thankful for, even in this topsy-turvy, crazy year of 2020. More to get to. Stay with us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. All right, everybody. Don't forget, for a national perspective on the complete NHL, don't forget to check out Locked On NHL, a great way to listen to the uh Latest news and biggest stories happening around the league, check it out on your podcatcher of choice. All right, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that Islander fans have to be thankful for. And, you know, there are a lot, even in this difficult year that we've been going through. And look, let's not kid ourselves. 2020 has been uh, challenging. It has been painful. It has been tough for a lot of people, but there have been a lot of uh, positives as well. If you're an Islander fan, especially, look, the team made its longest playoff run this year in 27 years, back to 1993, uh, when they also reached the conference final. So in and of itself, we have to be thankful for the Islanders' long playoff run this year. You got to be thankful for the history of the New York Islanders for four straight Stanley Cups and 19 straight playoff series, records that have not been matched since the Islanders accomplished that from 1980 to 1984. Uh, the, of course, the uh, series win streak went, you know, all the way to 1984 when the Islanders won three rounds before finally falling to the Edmonton Oilers in the Stanley Cup final. But, you know, no team in any sport has won four straight championships since the Islanders pulled it off back in 1980 to 1983. And that 19-straight playoff series win streak is, in this age of salary caps and free agency and 
all of the other things that change in sports, very difficult for any team to ever, ever match that. And you got to be thankful also, Islander fans, for the Hall of Fame players who have come through Long Island, your Mike Bossies and your Billy Smiths and your Brian Trottiers, your Dennis Potvans, your Clark Gillies, your Pat LaFontaine's, and then, of course, Bill Torrey and Al Arbor, who have been uh, such a big part of the success of the franchise over the years, you know. And the amazing thing about them, and I have had the privilege of interviewing actually almost everybody on that list. Uh, I have not ever interviewed Billy Smith, uh, but but the rest of them I, I have spoken to over the years at different times in different ways and places, but they're all great people to talk to and they share stories and, and, you know, I have seen them talk to fans and, and members of the media alike and just take the time and share their memories. And, um, it, it, it's just great to know that these people who, uh, so many of us grew up watching and rooting for, uh, are really good people in addition to having been really good hockey players or coaches or general managers. So that is definitely also something that Islander fans have to be thankful for. I, I think you have to be thankful for the Nassau Coliseum and for the UBS Arena at Belmont, which is not quite finished, but hopefully on its way. And one year from now, uh, the Islanders will hopefully be playing there. But look, you go to the Coliseum, you think about it, and, you know, the noise of that building, the tradition of that building, the sight lines in that building, uh, the tailgating that fans always have traditionally done at the Nassau Coliseum. That was always a way for Islander fans to unite and come together, and I think that that is also something that this team has to be thankful for. Uh, I, I want to add the Islanders and their fans should be thankful for the arrival of Ilya Sorokin. Uh, most scouts consider Sorokin the best goaltender outside of the National Hockey League. And now he has arrived, he has signed, he is with the Islanders organization. And once this season finally does get underway, Islander fans will get a chance to see what Sorokin can do, and I think they should be thankful. We should all be thankful for that. I think Islander fans should also be thankful for the coach and general manager that this team has. It has been a long time. I think you go back realistically to Bill Torrey and to uh, Al Arbor as the last time the Islanders had this much talent. I mean, Torrey and Arbor are both deservedly in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Lamarillo was already there. I think Barry Trotz has a good chance of joining him, but to have the organization in the, those kind of hands, I think, is outstanding. Uh, I think the Islanders should also, fans should be thankful for the young talent that this team has. Players like Anthony Bavillier and, and Matthew Barzal, uh, Noah Dobson up and coming. I, I think having you know, young, talented players like that on the roster is something that fans should be thankful for. And I'm even going to go a, a step further and say that Islander fans should be thankful for 
the rivalries that this team has, whether it's the Flyers, the Devils, the Penguins, the Capitals, or the biggest rival of them all, the Rangers, the, the rivalries that this franchise has, whether it's because of division play, geography, meeting in the playoffs, there is nothing quite like it. And, you know, to me, having great rivalries like that is indeed something to be thankful for. Uh, please feel free, uh, send us an email or, or make a comment on Twitter uh, if you want to add something to this list that you as an Islander fan are thankful for. I know I'm thankful for everyone who listens to the podcast and really for the sense of community that Islander fans have. I think that it is uh, something that all Islander fans should appreciate because no Islander fan is ever really alone. That's going to do it for today's Locked On Islanders show. We'll be back Friday with uh, some more Islanders news, and we will talk a little bit more about Ilya Sorokin and what Islander fans can expect from him on his first in his first NHL season. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Stay safe, enjoy, and of course, let's go Islanders.